listen, if you like guides, if you need help with a video game, we, we have it's a It's so hard to play this game. I keep dying. What do I do? Well, the big LB, sexy lady keep killing me. How do well, I live? Well, my, LB, where are my hands? I don't have any. I'm a dumb <laughs> bitch, Ethan. How do I play game? Where's the medical juice that glues shit together? Where's my hand juice? Where's my hand juice? How do I play? Juice. Where do I go, John? You can go to oshit.help. That's O-H-S-H-I-T dot help. And that's our Amazing. page. That's beautiful. That's not, that's not a joke. Please go there. Welcome to Channel F, Band Bites flagship video ga- video games pod. Did I just say video games? Video I think games. it is video games. It's video games. I'm Merritt K, uh, the president of podcasts here at fanbite.com. <laughs> and uh, with me, as always, is a uh, f- ferocious uh, fighting, what's a word for group that starts with F? Force. Thank you, force. Paul. Thank you, force. our producer, Paul Tamayo. A ferocious fighting force of formidable foes. People. Foes. Um, foes. Well, not my foes, but foes to um, to lies and um, and evil. I would yeah. say, and and foes to haters everywhere. Uh, with me, as always, is Fanbite editor in chief Danielle Riendo. I'm the Fetter in chief. Fed Fetter in chief. <laughs> now that sounds like your job involves fettuccine somehow. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I make a lot of fettuccine. Okay. It's great. It's delicious. I've never made my own pasta. I think I would like to try that someday. It seems very it's, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Probably not that hard either. Nah, I just get a bunch of flour and some. It's probably the yolks. making the shapes that's the hard thing because anyone could just cut up a bunch of dough, but then like mm-hmm. to make it into that waterfall. Hey, did you hear they invented a new kind of pasta? That was like I two did. months ago. <laughs> that was two months ago. Uh, but we talked I about it hear. on this show. Yeah, <laughs> they look really good. I want to try them. Uh, that voice that you're hearing is, of course, Fan Bites. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki Grayson, what's your title? <laughs> now? Brand Editor Plus. Brand Editor Plus, back from a long tour. Of the International Space Station at last. And last but certainly not least is Fanbyte Managing Editor Steven Strom. Hi, hello. I am currently thinking about what would happen if you put like the stuff that goes into pasta, like, mm-hmm. you know, how they make the shapes is through like you push it through a thing. What mm-hmm. if you push that through like one of the big Play Doh molds and made like a really thick noodle? Like a one that, that you could just take a bite out of. I yeah. Mean, you could make a thick noodle. I think the issue with that would be that it wouldn't cook as well but there's mm. listen there's like gnocchi yeah gnocchi is is fairly it's a um, thick pasta it's like a it's like a potato pasta though so that's different maybe but it's still um, like that consistency yeah what are this what's the state of of pasta science these days because i feel like <laughs> you don't hear about it that often other than that waterfall thing yeah. everyone saw that got right blinded by pasta science yeah, it was a real <laughs> problem in the 80s. Um, 
everyone saw the waterfall pasta, right? Everyone knows yeah, what I'm talking about. Pass. I have no idea. It was like a guy who had a podcast and then uh, unlike most people who have podcasts actually like, you know, did something about it. Um, like it was, you know, he produced something, not just <laughs> great, great audio content because he had, was on a quest to make a new shape of pasta. And uh, he made a shape that I believe the name for it is waterfall in Italian. I think it's like cascata or something. Oh. Yeah, cascatelli. Cascatelli, yeah. Um, and it looks like a waterfall, and it's scientifically engineered to be like the perfect bite and to hold sauce and to just be like, it looks like a J with like ruffles on the back of it, kind mm-hmm. of. It looks it like looks a waterfall. Like, so it, it looks like <clears throat> when you're a little kid on the playground, a slide. Kind of like there's mm. almost like a climb up portion oh, and a slide yeah. down portion, but a little more curly and with ridges on the sides. Yeah, just like that. Looks great. Delicious. Uh, do you remember going down a slide when it was like really hot? That would hurt legs, your butt. Like, body. Yeah. Just the exposed metal one. That's like, yeah. hey, what should we build a slide <laughs> for children to go down on their their little, you know, their little butts. Um, oh, maybe something that just really absorbs heat really well from the sun. Yeah. Uh, and then they can just sort of scorch themselves pretty badly. Even the plastic ones got bad too. And then kids would like burn those with cigarettes and stuff. Did yeah. you ever see that? Like the burnt yeah. plastic looks so weird. Yeah, it's fucked up looking. Really like it's all frayed. Really horrible. Yeah. yeah. The plastic yeah. was bad because it would give you like a static shock literally every yeah. time you yeah. touched it. And like that's, a bad one. And that's how um static shock was created. Right. The character. Right. Uh. Yeah. Sorry, I, I have DC um on the brain because of a game that I've been playing. Oh. Oh, is and, that a staff um, pick? I think that might be a good way to move into staff yeah. picks. Justice, God's Among Us. Let's talk about it. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Staff Picks. I was desperately seeking a way out of that segment into this one. We finally got there. We finally found it. You I was rode trapped. that segue like the big waterfall slide pasta. I was trapped yeah. in a pasta prison of my own construction. Um, yeah, Staff Picks is a segment on the show that you're listening to right now where we talk about the games that we've been playing. And what I would like to be able to say today, at um, we're recording this, it is 4.17 Eastern Time on um, on Tuesday, May uh, 15th, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 11th, 11th, um, not 15th. Oh, if you want military time, it's uh, sure. It's 16, 18. I thought you were going to say if you want military time, it's May, it's May 15th. Um, I would like to be able to say that I've been having a great time in Destiny with all the little fallen babies and, you know, saving the fallen babies and um Wait, just, there's like, babies out. in that game now? Oh, there's babies. Daniel. There's babies. Oh, there's a Jesus. whole thing last week. The the fallen who are kind of like this weird spidery alien race. Uh like half I mean, wolf, half beetle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They showed okay. their babies and uh they're kind of like a baby Yoda situation. Like if it does seem like Bungie was like, hey, what if we did baby Yoda? Yeah. Um, I would love to be able to say that I was having a great time hanging out with those guys, but um, the computer doesn't work good. So I can't do it because. Well, oh. the computer works okay. Your computer Well, my, works my okay. computer works okay, but Bungie's computer in Seattle or wherever the fuck that's running <laughs> Destiny, that's like the server, which is, I assume, like 
I don't know, an old Mac two or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, is down. So someone well, has to like go rattle it around a bit. They got to call Apple to get more servers, you know, they got to call gotta, Apple. It's the radio computer, right? The radio computer is really messed up. The radio that, computer like, from Disco Elysium that's broadcasting yeah. destiny. <laughs> to my computer doesn't work that's not true i was able to log in and spend money on the video game destiny too right. and then when i, I wanted to play it they were like no 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 no, no. and it's you not want, just you this is like a that's just everyone yeah. do, do you want to spend right money though and i was like i do thank you yeah i do want to buy my guy a new coat anyway what's what have y'all been playing this week we'll get to mine We'll get to mine. Oh, but, yeah. You don't um, want to yeah. start with the showstopper. I don't want to start with the showstopper. Steven, <laughs> tell me about Subnautica Below Zero. Subnautica Below Zero. Well, Merritt, you just said you didn't want to start with the showstopper, and you just came oh, to shit. a fantastic game. So, it's really good. And Subnautica Below Zero is the sequel <laughs> to a game called Subnautica. Did any of you play Subnautica? So No, no that game's scary. So it's my it's my semi staff pick today, but it, in a weird way because I've been watching my partner play it like obsessively, and I've been trying to understand this game. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about the update as you explain it. This is funny to me because your partner was playing Subnautica, not Subnautica colon below zero. Yeah, they're not at the, you know. So they got interested in it. This is a sequel. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They want to play a, that first so okay, that they can go okay, in, okay. you know, with I was, else. I was slightly confused. I thought it was Below Zero because Below Zero is available now in early access. And then the 1.0 is coming out here very soon, which will also mark when it comes to consoles. So I thought that maybe they were playing the early access version of Below Zero. But that makes no, sense. No, 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 no. They're playing the base game and they want to, like, get through that first. So Got it, got it, got yeah. it. That's good because that game is really good. And I think uh, Below Zero does a lot of really good things to improve upon it. I think it was originally pitched as a standalone expansion to the first game. Um, like maybe considered to be a, like a little bit lower scale, but mm. I think they dropped that phrasing eventually after the game had been in early access for like two years or something. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's been wow. in there for a while. And it's very funny. The first Subnautica took me about 40 hours to beat. Uh, this one, I got about 20 hours in. I'm like, oh, I'm like 90% of the way done. I'm, I'm almost done with this one. And then I got to, and this is one of the big things that is different about Below Zero versus the first game. I got to a part where it wanted me to go on land, like above the water. And it was like, okay, now build a base wow. up here and create a cool hover motorcycle like a snow speeder that looks like it came out of um, Hoth or something and go start exploring this like, uh, topside glacier that's super frozen and whatever. And I'm, I was like, up to that point, nine felt like I was 90% of the way done with the game. And it's like, oh no, there's a whole second map. Okay, cool, oh, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, that is one of the big things that is different about Below Zero is that Below Zero refers to the fact that this game takes place on the same sort of water world alien planet. It's got a number. It's like a it's like an aliens planet situation uh, where it, it's got a name. It's like, B4569 or something like that. Planet. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. And uh, it takes place two years after that first game in a different part of the planet. So it's like a, like a frozen over area with a bunch of uh, glaciers. And you can go up on top of the glaciers and there are a bunch of like uh, abandoned bases and stuff for you to explore up there now. 
And you can get around with that hover motorcycle. You can get around with a mech that you build eventually. Uh, otherwise, it is very similar to the first Subnautica, just an entirely new zone and some slight tweaks to the technology tree that you go through. Mm. Um, to actually just like completely circle all the way back and explain what this game is, it is sort of in the survival game sim base buildery thing of like a rust or like yeah, a right, water rust. Right. Water rust. Well, no, yeah. because isn't water rust raft? <coughs> raft. Raft uh. is actually maybe more subnautica like than I even thought it was. Uh, oh. I was so mm, one of the things that this game uh, did for me today is because I was uh, super obsessed with this game and I can tell that I'm starting to get closer to the end again. And I was like, God damn it. I just, happened last time I played Subnautica, which is that I want another game that is just like this, but I couldn't find for two years since the original Subnautica came out, I couldn't find anything that scratched exactly the same itch because this game does so many things that are so much better than this type of game usually is. So I don't like those kinds of games. I don't like Rust. I don't like the forest. I don't like any of that stuff. I love Subnautica. And Mm. I think Below Zero actually taught me kind of why I, I like those so much, which is that it has this... And I wrote about this on the site. You can go to fanbyte.com slash reviews and go find my piece about it right now, where the whole game is in first person. And it's got this incredibly clunky, sort of chunky, tactile sensation to everything that you do in the game. Uh, and the way that I think that kind of uh, shows itself is actually one of the things that is most different about Below Zero versus uh, Base Subnautica, or the first game, rather, which is in the first game, you kind of went down this tech tree of being able to explore the ocean, this this alien ocean, uh, and you would go from the you make flippers like like for your feet mm-hmm. that make you go fifteen percent faster, okay. and then the next thing you build is a little handheld motor, and that tugs you along at like super speed, but you need to recharge it every once in a mm. while, uh, and then by the end of that game, you've built like an undersea floating base that you can dock your underground mech that has a bionic commando grappling hook arm onto and you're going like into the core of the earth and doing all kinds of wild shit there's like this massive progression yeah um and they kind of blended some of those progression steps in the middle together into this new thing called the sea truck oh sea truck truck. sea truck yeah it's a good name right um (laughs) It, which does two things. It, it, one, it leans into the sort of like kind of intimate relationship this game has with labor because it is so tactile and it's so satisfying to flip switches inside of your sea truck and mm. like physically move the tractor trailers that attach to your sea truck that all have different modules in them. Like here's sea a storage truck. module. What's that? See, I'm just saying sea truck. Yeah. Just it's kind so, of such a good that. name. I just My new cellar door. It. Yeah. Uh huh. And it is built like a semi truck. Like a, it, it is a when you first build it, it's a tiny little uh-huh. front front cab, like a like a semi truck would be. Uh-huh. So it's dual. A dual. Don't don't worry. The car oh, the from movie. Dual. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like that, but underwater, but as a submarine. And yes. then you build individual compartments that you Lego together onto the back of it in whatever order you want that attach like trailers on a semi trailer. Uh, sort of vehicle. And so a lot of the game 
is like it was in Subnautica 1. It is a lot of going from point A to B and creating better, uh, more efficient routes to go collect rare resources that can only be found in certain areas. And because there's not really any combat in Subnautica, you mm-hmm. can't kill most things that you encounter. And even if you do, there are, there are like a couple of small predators that you can kill. Most of like the big Leviathan sea monster type things, you just literally can't. In the first so, game. So it's not a video game. So it's not really a video game. It's, <laughs> it's more not about a real sim. game. No, you can't yeah, kill yeah, yeah. anything. So it's like truck simulator underwater. It, it's a lot. That's how I describe it in my review. It is a but- sea like truck, truck simulator. Sea truck, okay. truck simulator. That yeah, actually sounds really good. We got what there. What if they yeah. a truck simulator that was just truck simulator, but it was just like SpongeBob? Oh mm. my god! No, mm. sorry. We I want to hear more about the sea truck and everything, but that's just an idea that I had, and um, I'm gonna go <laughs> do it Let's now. Pitch it. All right, Merritt, you go handle that real quick. I can I can uh, yeah. run this for a little bit. Um, no, so, but it, it's like a Euro Truck Simulator in that sense, but it's like you make your own goals to a certain degree rather than mm. in the, per, in the, like, the service of looking for a greater goal. Because there is a story to this game, and it's actually a lot more story than there was in Subnautica 1, which, Danielle, okay. you would know about this. A little uh, bit. Because I've been obsessively watching and my partner, I was, I was very reticent too. I was like, I don't know. I'm already obsessed with my own crafting game right now. Mm, if I look mm-hmm. at this too much, I'm going to want to play it because it looks gorgeous. And it also has very No Man's Sky vibes, but I don't know if that's just yeah. me. No, it feelings. definitely has. Okay. Like, I got into No Man's Sky after some of its updates because I was chasing for that Subnautica high gotcha. that I got yeah. in 2018. Yeah. Um, but it, it it does have – so the first Subnautica, you are a kind of nameless, faceless, voiceless protagonist that doesn't really, like, do any well, – he does things, but, like, you don't ever hear him talk or really mm-hmm. – all he's trying to do is get off the planet. He's just trying to figure out ways to escape. And there's, like, some complications to that that I don't want to spoil, but it gets pretty wild. One of the first things that happens in that game is uh, pretty uh, bonkers. <laughs> and kind of redirects uh, kind of your understanding of what's going on in Subnautica. And then this game taking place two years after, you play a completely different character who now has a like a speaking role. And she is investigating the death of her sister who was on this planet doing research for this like evil-ish. Like they're evil, but the game doesn't – they're not like Wayland yutani evil. They're like an mm. evil corporation in the way that like SpaceX and um, Amazon are evil. And it's just like mm. everybody just kind of deals with them and, and works for them and nobody thinks too hard about it except for the people who do think too hard about it and you are one of those people and your sister who worked for this company uh died and you go to this planet to investigate why she uh died and try to figure that out and the way that you do that is by doing these hauling runs to like various areas so that you can build more effective stuff like mechs and Mm. um upgrade your sea truck and whatever to go into deeper or hotter or colder areas and Uh, find new things that's kind of like the loop then Yeah, yeah totally that's awesome that's cool yeah Really, really, really good. It's got way more story. The sea truck being so modular makes the game, Mm. it creates this like personal loop that you create for yourself. Um, This can be like the last thing I say about the game, but like one of the big things that I uh, really came to enjoy about this game or have been enjoying, I still haven't finished it yet, is that because the sea truck is modular this time, instead of like this big lumbering mobile fortress that you build in near the end of Subnautica 1, you can um, use it to haul like a huge train of resources to like right above like a Mariana transit looking thing. Ooh. And then you can have that resource bay sitting above you and then like turn to your left inside the cockpit and your character reaches over and like shadunk and like pulls a lever and <laughs> the 
semi truck part detaches from the trailers and you can just go zipping down into like the little trench in your very nimble, small little craft now and start exploring much deeper than you could in that big lumbering thing. And then you go down there, you fill up your pockets with diamonds or rubies or whatever it is, uranium, and then you zip back up and then you put it all in there. Maybe you have like a replicator, like a Star Trek replicator that you feed it materials and that builds new items for you up there so you can make more room to fill up your uh, storage tanks better and like be more efficient with that. And then you take that all back to your sea base and do all kinds of wild stuff there. And yeah, that's just the Subnautica loop. And it's very similar to what it was previously, just with a lot of like good quality of life that mostly stem from the sea truck um, uh-huh. and a better story. And I'm really, really loving it. Uh, okay. This is, I promise is the last thing. Cause it's very quick. Uh, I will say I'm playing it up ES five versus the PC, which is where I played the first game. And it is unfortunately the crashiest game I have played oh, on PC, no. PS five. Mm. Ever. And uh, I said this on a stream the other day. This game has no auto save whatsoever. No! Oh, what? Mm. Yeah. It's 2021. What are we doing? I feel like that is really unfortunate, but also mm-hmm. like you're just setting something up so well here because we're talking about loops. We're talking about uh-huh. things crashing. We're talking mm-hmm. about progress and stuff. And um, uh, Nikki, you've You've been playing more of Returnal, which is a game that features all of those things, right? <laughs> what if what if I told you that the video game Returnal wasted three hours of my time? Mm-hmm. I'd say you should Returnal yes, it to the Hey, store. Well, yeah, take it back to the Funko Land or whatever. Yeah, yeah I'll, take, take, I'll take the whole PlayStation back to the Costco I got it from. <laughs> yeah, and say the just can you take the one game off of it? Um, yeah, it's. It's so frustrating because I really like playing Returnal, but remember how two weeks ago I was like, Returnal doesn't respect my time because I was dumb and didn't understand um, a, one of the core game mechanics. Yeah. And then I came around on it and was like, oh, I'm just stupid. It's fine. Um, and then the game crashed on me three times this week, oh, ruining um, two 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 and a half hour long runs um and now i'm back on the this game doesn't respect my time horse because uh it's not it crashes all the fucking time um it's the least stable sony game i've ever played in my life um and like the thing the thing that i have realized that i can't kind of get out of my bones is since i did qa for a little bit Whenever I get a game to crash, I'm like, all right, if it crashed, like, I'm going to try to figure out to see what, like, try to remember what I did to make the Mm -hmm. game crash. Right. So then I know in the back of my head to just try to not do that again. But then the stuff that makes the game crash is like going through doors. Which oh, is right. a critical part of the video game. <laughs> you go through <laughs> or doors in that game. You go through a lot of doors in that game. Um, you got to go through a door to get into another arena, and then you have to leave. Um, sometimes the animation, the weird, the mm-hmm. one of the weirdest ones is that the animation of, uh, you know how in um, Hades, some of the doors. Um, well, no, it's actually not a thing in Hades. Some of the doors have guys on them, and you have to shoot the guys. You have to kill the guy to get okay. into the door. Like in like in a Metroid. Yeah, like Metroid. in a Metroid. Okay. Yeah, there's like yeah. a big, Some, like, gooey mass of parasites. Yeah. Like an a eyeball in the eye or something. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes if you shoot that guy from too far, the game crashes. No! <laughs> 
Oh, well, I mean, it's Returnal, so it's not like it's a game where you're up close to things very often. Um, yeah. Or, it's, or rather, it's not like you, you know, want to keep your distance all the time in Returnal. No, why would you want that? Right. Why would you want to be far away from the guys that are shooting you? Right. Um, <laughs> it's a melee combat game. It's a third person over the shoulder. Yeah, from uh, Software's slasher. Returnal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a bummer. I haven't gotten past the second boss because yesterday I was in, I was like approaching that final room on the second of the three runs I did yesterday. Mm. I was approaching that final room for the second boss and then the game said, I'm all right. And then it crashed. Um, and then and the, I, what's up? Well, I was just going to say, cause like Merritt set this up previously, but when this game crashes, it's not like, it's not like in Hades where if Hades crashed, if, if it ever does, I'm sure somebody has had a Hades crash before, mm-hmm. but, but Hades saves every single time you enter a new room. Yes. Mm-hmm. Returnal does not. Returnal mm. does not. So when you crash, when the game crashes or you lose your progress, you, it kicks you all the way back to the beginning of the oh run. And it's it is less of a big deal, I guess, because uh it you don't when I mean, when like Steven said a couple weeks ago, you don't have to fight each boss to move to the next right. area, but you are still it's still random when the when the teleporter to the next area appears. So sometimes you do actually have to get pretty far down the tree. Um, in that first area before you can even get to the teleporter to take you to the second area. And a lot of times, like I've spent 45 minutes looking for that teleporter, but then I'll die before I get to the teleporter. And then it's like, well, fucking all right, I guess I like, I didn't even get to the part where I could think about making progress because I was trying to do basically a corpse run and I didn't even get to my corpse. So it's just like, it's really frustrating. I, I think I understand a lot of what the game is trying to do, but it just doesn't seem, at least for me, it doesn't seem particularly friendly or particularly conducive to the way I would like to play one of these games. And I think it's just because I played so much Hades and I loved the way that Hades kind of structured the way it treated its roguelike mechanics. Right. That like trying to do, trying to play Returnal is like, it, it is not as kind with its uh, roguelike mechanics as Hades is. And it's, I, it's much I guess... more. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you, no, no, go ahead. I was just going to say it's much more old school roguelike Sheeran the Wanderer-esque yeah. mm. in the sense like it is like a basically a true roguelike. There are a couple of things that carry over, but it's more like Dead Cells actually is what it is because it's you're usually unlocking things that right. become possibilities on future runs. You're yeah. very rarely unlocking like entire like oh you just have more health now like you do in Hades. sure yeah yeah God every fucking roguelike game is gonna be living in the shadow of Hades <laughs> for the next like five years yeah Shadow of Hades uh, good name for a video game <laughs> maybe a sequel yeah. to mm. Hades like there was um, fr- God yeah like I feel like everything is just either gonna be compared to it favorably or unfavorably like right there was that game that came out pretty recently I think it might still be in early access that's like. It basically like this just looked like they were like, hey, let's just do Hades, but slightly different. And it's like you're a magician and you do magic tricks. Mm, But like all all of like the all of the assets and everything like look like they were just like traced from Hades. Uh, Um, I have never heard of this. I don't remember what this is called. 
Um, let me while sage you hair. Look, <laughs> while you look for that <laughs> minute, another thing that that you saying that reminded me of is that like even when I was like beating my head against the wall in Hades, the fact that I was being drip fed what felt like unique bits of story every single time that I was running through made like made me feel like I was still making progress, even if I wasn't because I was getting new conversations or hearing different voice lines from the gods or when I would die and then go back to the, to the house, like I would have different conversations with the folks who were living in it. Returnal doesn't do any of that. Returnal is like, if you are st- Stuck at a at a spot, it doesn't feed you any more story until you get to that spot again. Mm, After yeah, which, like you you like you get to the new area, and then you will find another voice memo, and you right. will listen to the voice memo, and then you don't get another one until you continue to progress forward. It's not like the game will give you new story in the first area after you complete the first area. It's it's random levels, but the story is told through audio logs, and the audio logs are always littered in the same interval. So it's always yes. like every three rooms, and if you if you get to six rooms deep, you've got the two audio logs. I'm making these numbers up, but you get two yeah, audio yeah. logs. And then to get to story bit number three, you need to get to room nine. And if then once you replay areas one through six, you're not going to get the you're not going to get new stuff because it's not dense the way Hades was, which, again, like Merritt was kind of saying, uh, everything is just going to be compared to Hades from now on because but but also like you think about how many words are in Hades and like how much sure. dialogue was in <laughs> that game. It's yeah. unreasonable to expect other games that are focusing their yeah, efforts in different absolutely. places to do that. Um, Returnal is like a gorgeous looking 3D. They spent all showpiece. they spent. Listen, they spent all their money on the particle effects. And you know what? Mm. Worth it. The particle effects look really <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have said, though, that I, I think this is true. I, I heard other people in our field saying this uh, the other day that like they are taking the possibility of doing like more regular saves under advisement and trying to like patch. That yeah, in. Mm. So I would. I That's would cool. like even if they didn't do that, if they just put a God mode like analog in i think that would also kind of alleviate a bunch of it because it's like i don't know there's there's nothing more frustrating than having to play through that fucking first area again when it's like i don't want to be here and i know i don't need to be here because it isn't even as satisfying to play through that that forest as the first two levels in Hades it like just doesn't feel as good so it's like me constantly asking like why am I still playing this um, yeah but I want to see what that why that space man is there mm. I want to <laughs> do the PT part again <laughs> oh uh even if the game like the that Shin Megami Tensei 3 remake that I talked about a couple weeks ago does the thing where you can make a save anywhere in the world, but then when you reload that save, it deletes that save. So you can't just like yeah. use it as you can't like just save scum points. it. Right. Right. You can, but you can, you can use it as like a walk away and make breakfast mode, you yes. know? Yeah. Like right now I have the game paused and hopefully when I, wow. after we record oh, this, no. it's still there. That seems there's a chance that it's not going to be. <laughs> yeah. That's just ugh, bad design. Also the game I was thinking of is called Dandy Ace. Oh, and, uh, full disclosure, I've not played it. It could be good. But when I first saw it, I was like, oh, so you're just doing Hades. Mm-hmm. OK, this is the first one of these to exist. That's just, oh, you're doing this um, game, but, but really, differently. 
it looks really doobie looking a like Hades. Lot <laughs> like Hades. I and like to see this now. I could be totally maybe they started it way before then. Also the developer is called Mad Mimic, which is kind of unfortunate. That's mm, tough. Mm, Should mm. they have called it Shadies instead? Uh, uh no, Shadies would have been pretty good. Thank you. This A lot of numbers on screen boy. though. Yeah, not really as nice looking as Hades, but, no. but anyway, it, look, I know, it looks like I, some of again, this stuff fell off of the back of a Persona. Yeah, <laughs> I have not played Dandy A's. It might be good. Yeah. And you know, it's possible that this is just one of those things that happens, but it's, it's very t- positive on Steam right now. Okay. It is, but then then again, you know, people like things that are like the things that they like, even if they're not as good. That's true. Um, and yeah. very positive with 360 reviews. Right. Um, Hades has 130,000. Is that a lot? <laughs> is that a lot? Wow, that game did well, huh? Um, I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning and just spent, like, the whole of that time as I couldn't get back to bed reading Steam reviews. Uh-huh. Are you okay? Hey, Steven, are you okay? Hold on, we need to fucking pump the brakes on this one. Steven, are you okay? (laughs) No, because the thing was that, again, this circles back to the thing where for like two and a half years I was trying to recapture the Subnautica high, and then I was thinking about that at 5am this morning, and I was like, fuck, I'm almost done with Subnautica Below Zero, I'm gonna be in the same goddamn boat, and then I thought to myself, well, what are some other games Oh, like I should Excuse find some truck, not boat. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the same sea truck as I was before, and so like I went to Steam and used their like games like this feature mm. to look up like games like Subnautica. And that sent me down the spiral of a looking at the Steam reviews on games I had never heard of that or have heard of and sure. just never was as interested in. Um, and it also sent me down the spiral of well, what are some other games? That are like other games that I want to play. So uh-huh. what are some other games like Darkest Dungeon or whatever? And I read all the Steam reviews on those as well. And let me tell you, folks, Steam reviews are not useful mm. <laughs> or good. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't really? want to shock anybody. I don't want to like ruin anyone's kind of like. Yeah, no, sorry. I, this is a. I, I wasn't sitting down when you said that. I'm yeah, so you're. I don't know. It sounds like you're besmirching the names of just like, you know, the humble consumer who's just, you know, trying to do their best to recommend a product that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that only critics can write game reviews? Only I real mean, gamers. Really well, fun, especially with a friend, but way too short to be worth $30 purchase. Not recommended. 4.9 hours on record. Oh, uh, wow. Damn. Um, I love this game. Fuck you it. got him. Yeah, my favorite are the ones where it's like they have like 10,000 hours in something and they're mm-hmm. like, this is very bad. The, d- the latest developer change makes it unplayable, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> ah, the Dota 2 story, the Dota 2 story. Yeah, <laughs> I've exactly. seen so many of those today. It's just it's very funny. They're, they're bad. And I don't recommend people use them or look at them. But at the same time, I had a great time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'll occasionally just peek. To see what the top ones are on something. And sure. You know, some of them are good. I also, though, Steam, I feel like will show you some like on the front store page now. Like they'll be like, the community recommends these games today. And it's always just like some game, like the, it might be good. Like right now, there's one called Teardown. And the review is yeah. this game is really fun. 2X is fun since they added workshop support. Um, It's okay. just like, Game. Great game. Definitely worth the money. I really liked the graphics and music. Very cool plot. I have recommended the game to my friends and hope they will buy it. So it's it's automated. Like the the things that are getting picked for this are are automated, but it's still oh, just like yeah. like 
Now, can I read you a, a, my favorite review for the video game Teardown? Uh-huh. Good game. My PC is on fire. <laughs> that this review was helpful. It's a very fun game if you like destroying stuff. Product received for free. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Gets old really quickly. This uh, frowny face and lacks Aww. content. Oh, That's and lacks true. content. Okay, well, now fun. I'm sorry. One of these reviews is just ASCII art of Shrek smiling at the viewer and saying, <laughs> "Good game, buy it." <laughs> All right, All right, that one is in, good. Baby. I like the ones like I'm really actually pretty curious about the people who write like really long detailed reviews on Steam because like what like the people will have like different sections for their reviews and stuff and it's Mm -hmm. always like very much like they're a lot of the time it's like they're imitating like the reviews that they sort of read like 10 years ago or whatever because it's like the sound sound graphics slash sound like it's like a game pro review it's like a game 98 exactly exactly but it's just like what are you getting out of this is this like a a rep thing or like like you're not making money off of steam reviews right like or just just your passion like your hobby is just writing reviews i get things mm, that like 20 people might read is that where like all the GameFAQs people went after they got bought? Mm. Uh, no, I mean GameFAQs still exist though. It does, but like, is it still? Do people still like attribute the uh, same level yeah. of prestige to it? You know. Well, but I mean, but that's guide. That's guide writing, though, because right? uh, people will write Steam guides, which and that to me makes sense because, like, you know, it's like do working on wikis and stuff or whatever. But just like the review thing is really weird to me. Like, it's just like. Leaving a thumbs up and being like, good game is one thing, but because <laughs> then you're influencing the algorithm. But then, like, writing a huge thing, like, what's your life like? I mean, that's cool. If that ever needs a hobby, I'm just like, I, I think I might need to find people who do this and like, are they want to be yeah. game journalists? Like, is that like, oh, maybe I get my start mm, reviewing games right here? That's I, possible. I hone my craft a little bit, like, because that, that yeah, was kind no. of the advice forever that's, was like, I mean, oh, just write. You know. Probably, honestly, probably yeah. writing reviews on Steam is a better idea than writing them on your blog at this point. I mean, because um, at least that's a place you people can will point. see it. Yeah. yeah, people will see it. Yeah, that's can true. I, um, can I? Can I? Yeah, I'm on GameFacts.GameSpot.com. Mm-hmm. Good. Down at the bottom of their website, they kind of have a popular games um, <laughs> list. Mm-hmm. Can you? There are ten games on this list. Can each of you give me one? Genshin Impact. That is correct. That is number three. Steven. Call of Duty Warzone. Incorrect. Danielle. Minecraft. Wrong. The number one game, Skyrim. Elder Scrolls V, <laughs> Skyrim. Wow. Number two, Resident Evil Village. Genshin okay. Impact. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Monster Hunter Rise. GTA V. Breath of the Wild. Fallout New Vegas in the eight spot. Wow. Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum in the nine. Okay, spot. that makes sense because the remakes were announced. Yeah, and then oh, Yakuza Zero in the ten spot. Okay, yeah. why? Why? Why that one? Well, though? <laughs> well, Yakuza Zero was recently on sale on Steam. That might be why. Okay. Oh, and go. it's on Game Pass I, too. I think it's, now. But yeah. why is Skyrim just like permanently up there, or was is it, it on just sale because like is... there is the is the density the density of, yeah. of Skyrim? 
ASCII art on GameFAQs.com so high (laughs) that they can't extricate the rest of the website from it. It has to be the density of just, like, the number of individual... Like, there's got to be, like, guides for that game for... Here's an entire walkthrough just for how you garden in Skyrim, right? Sure. And there's got to be, like, six versions of that. And then there's, like, here's 16 walkthroughs to the Dark Brotherhood quest line, you know, and so on. Yeah, actually, that reminds me. The other day, I was searching, like, games like and seeing what Google would autocomplete it to. Oh, yeah. Because I was curious about SEO stuff. Mm-hmm. And Skyrim is the first game that comes up. It's the it's the only video game that every person on Earth has that played. That everyone statistically by now has <laughs> played. But like, it's funny, you know, it. it's like that. Well, in your sleep, you have, though, probably. Because it's like the spiders thing. Right. Oh, like yeah. Everyone has get, played. It gets in. Over yeah. their lifetime, everyone plays at least like 200 hours of Skyrim. It's just like in their sleep. You right. just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets beamed Fair. in there. Yeah. Fair. Todd's, Todd's on that. He's got those military satellites. You're going to play the game. You're going to buy his game, whether you want to you're or gonna, not. You're going to play the fucking game. Play the here's, fucking game. Here's my thing about games like Skyrim, though. It's just like, that's all video games. That's just video games, baby. Every video game ever. It's like Harry Potter no. is like the well, most generic fantasy world ever. Like I think Skyrim is like the most generic. Like, it's just a soup of things that you do in every other video game. Yeah. Except you don't ride giant bugs like in Morrowind, so zero out of ten. Well, there's yeah. that deal. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, they let you go to Morrowind? Yeah, they yeah they do let you go in there. You see those? Fuck, am I gonna have bugs. to buy Skyrim? Skyfield. That's how Todd gets you, Barrett. You the already Skyfield. own seven copies of Skyrim. Todd's got me. Yeah, you just something? No, I I don't. I don't own any copies of Skyrim. No, check check your 3ds. Open it right now. Uh, <laughs> my phone. I have the Elder Scrolls blades or whatever. Blades. Um. No, I own Skyrim on my Xbox 360, which um, I then uh, lost in my divorce. Damn. Uh, years, in, about a decade ago. Not so much lost as voluntarily gave up because I didn't want to take it with me when I moved across the country. Sure, fair. That's valid. I, every Xbox that they've made since is just a bigger 360, so it worked out. <laughs> yeah. You haven't yeah. really missed anything. Um, can I tell you about... No, I, yeah, I don't have about, any. I don't have no, anything. No, no. Tell me about. Tell me about the 2021 game of the year, Merritt. Wait, I I hear a signal. I, see, uh, I hear okay. a signal. You hear the signal, huh? That's kind of beaming. An it's beaming. Listen, I have synesthesia. I hear a signal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's not the bad signal though, because Batman is gone. Um, Finally. Uh oh. Uh, Batman and all of his best friends in the Justice League have been sent to. I don't actually know where yet. Another dimension? Maybe this, jail? Oh, Possibly. Wait, this game Cancun? is what's going on in Gotham during the events of Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, where they go to the is it? Mortal Kombat Universe. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm playing <laughs> I wouldn't Lego believe DC. that. <laughs> I'm playing Lego DC Super Villains, and here's why. Yes. There's sure. $15 on the Switch store with all the DLC, yep. which is an $80 value. And like, I just felt like I'd be right. losing money if I didn't. You'd be exactly. And honestly, ever since this game came out, I was like, like any game that has like a character creator and is based on like a real property, I'm usually interested in because I'm like, what kind of weird person can I make to be best friends with Goku or Sonic or whatever? And the premise of this game is that all of the DC Justice League heroes get got by this alternate universe 
Justice League who are actually evil. Oh, um, it's like the Earth Two uh, Earth Justice Three, Lords? I think. Earth 3. No, they're it, called they the, the Crime Syndicate. Oh, the Crime um, Syndicate. Yeah, okay. It's or like I think they call it the Injustice League. That would have been much better. Um, the Crime Syndicate and the Justice Lords are kind of the same thing. It's just I guess like which flavor. You here's want. the thing, Nikki is like. If you're evil, you probably don't think of yourself as doing injustice. Sure, sure. But, like, you would think of yourself as doing crimes because, like, you know, the law is – you're doing a crime. You know. It's just you don't agree with the fact that it's a crime. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, Ultraman and Superwoman yeah. and Sea King. Sea King is the yeah. Aquaman guy, and he fucking yeah. sucks. Um, hey, Merritt, <laughs> does this version of Ultraman uh, huff kryptonite like cocaine? Like he does in the comics? Uh, I don't think he does that in the children's game Lego DC Super Villains. <laughs> Just double checking. But um, uh, I don't think he does that in this in this one. But that's a very good character trait. Very visual as well. Um, so basically, you play a, a nameless uh, new supervillain who can't talk or doesn't talk, I guess, that you create, and uh, you get different powers like as the game goes on by like absorbing them from some kind of machine. And uh, so of course I named my character Joe Kerr. Um, she's I, don't fem- really under- I don't really understand it. Can she's like a explain- female Joker. I think the oh, like, world kind of like is ready Harley for that. Quinn. No, uh, no, 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 uh, no, like, no, a, like, a, like a Duella Dent. Like a, yeah. Just like, what if the Joker was, was a lady? That's not okay. Har- Harley Quinn is a different character. It's just I literally just made a character who looked basically like the Joker, but a lady like s- similar hair, makeup, just the whole thing fights by yeah. like throwing pies at people and doing a punching glove and stuff. Right. Right. Um, and uh, you work with the Joker and all of the shitty DC supervillains to like basically <laughs> stop these other guys from taking over the world. And like there's a few things about this that I like. First of all, this is like an insane thing to say, but like part of me thinks of DC as like underdogs now because Marvel has like so thoroughly claimed right culture. DC is still like a huge media franchise. Yeah, it is still still AT and T. It is still huge, but I do think of them as like, oh, DC, like, (laughs) oh, they got scrappy little guys, like scrappy little. (laughs) Well, but but the thing is, this game doesn't have any of those guys in them, right? It doesn't have any of the superheroes. So, yeah, you've got the recognizable villains like the Joker, like Lex Luthor, but then it's also Snart in there. Snart is in there. Hell yeah! Because it's got like all the Flash guys. So like you're you get to play as Snart. You get to play as Heatwave. You Can you tell me a little bit about Snart? Captain never Boomerang. Heard of Snart. Captain Boomerang is there. Um, Snart, Leonard Snart. To be yeah, clear, full name. Len- Leonard Snart is one of the Flash's villains, and his thing is that he has a freeze ray, yeah. and uh, he is they not. Mr. So it has freeze. nothing to do with the he Snart. He doesn't in have culture. Okay. No, he doesn't have a cool background like Mister Freeze, where he Wait. needs the ice suit to stay alive, and his wife is. In, you know, frozen and stuff. He just DC has, an has ice so gun. many cold themed. DC villains. has like at least four cold. Yeah, they guys. really like that. Huh? There's a whole they, robot chicken bit about it. There's yeah. also the first episode of Young Justice, which is an incredible DC animated series. It's actually like legitimately super good uh, and kicks ass. Opens with like a montage of like Batman and his sidekick, and like the Flash and his sidekick, and Wonder Woman and her sidekick, and all of them fighting different cold themed villains across the planet <laughs> at the same time. And Batman is like, "How come there's so?" 
many fucking cold themed villains. This is definitely some kind of weird conspiracy. But this is this can't be a coincidence that we all fought five cold themed villains all uh-huh. at the same time. But it also does just serve serve to like highlight characters like Icicle Junior and Icicle, Icicle Senior and Ch- <laughs> Chillblain. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's quite a few of them. But uh, so like, I like that it's just all these like doofy characters and you get to be friends with the Joker and like hang out with the Joker and do cool stunts and stuff. And like, I don't know, I've always kind of liked the writing on the Lego games. Um, yeah. They kind yeah. of like predate, they're sort of like the precursor to the Lego movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. Where like a lot of that humor and stuff, I feel like comes from those Traveler's Tales games. Yeah. Um, and they do all blend together after a while because this, the basic flow is like do some not that interesting combat, solve a puzzle by switching to the right guy, and then hold A to build something that does something else. But, like, what I realized is um, they're kind of, like, not as good Luigi's Mansion mm. in a lot of ways. Mm. Sure. Because part of what I liked so much about Luigi's Mansion 3 specifically was that you were just in this, like, weird little space and just, like, solving puzzles by just busting the shit out of everything with your vacuum cleaner. (laughs) And that's kind of how this game works too. And I think how a lot of them work is like, you're just in these little areas and then you just like punch the shit out of like all of the environment and it smashes up into bricks, which you can then make into something else. Uh, Do you get to choose what you make or is it like preset? No, it's always just like you hold the A button down and it makes something. So it's not even like that. It's not even like really creative (laughs) or anything. Um, but uh, there is like, I think there's like free play mode because there's like this the campaign and then you can like go back and do any of the levels with like any character you've unlocked. Uh, so you can be like Clayface or like, you know, Batman or whatever, Snart Jr. Um, and uh, Mirror Master. Mirror Master. Yeah, I have been Mirror Master. Um, I don't know if the top is in this one, but. Oh, good. Uh, that's the guy. His thing is he spins around. Yeah, his partner is the bottom. Oh, like a Beyblade? Like a Beyblade. His partner is the bottom? Is that what you Ooh, just said, Steven? Ooh, jail. Ooh. Jail listen, for one million years. Listen, sometimes you gotta go for that low-hanging fruit. Sometimes you gotta Gross. like lower the you gotta lower the expectations so that the next one is a real boom. Uh, right. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It's like kind of fun. And uh yeah, there's like those games are filled with so much shit too. Though there's just like a million like collect the red blocks and the gold blocks and the, 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 a million studs, and I'm just like I do not give a fuck about any of this. Oh, and I, yeah, I yeah. assume it is so that children will have a lot to do when it they buy like these games for children. Anything? It probably does, but I don't yeah, you in in the Lego Star Wars games, if you got all the bits, it would let you go into the canteen, the back room of the cantina. Oh shit! Um, and then you would just be able to like hey, dance in there. Did that? Skywalker? No. Delayed forever somehow. And it is doesn't it because... really make any sense how that game is being delayed. It's a Lego st- They've made a million of those. No, is it because <laughs> the third movie did so badly? I don't know. But it was, it was, it got pushed past the release window before that movie came out. Oh, the game was shit. supposed to come out before Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And then did not come out before Rise of Skywalker. That was three years ago. Right, that was a um, weird thing about those games is that they came out before the movies, so you would get this weird sort of ch- children's edited version of the plots of the movies before huh. they came out. I remember, yeah, like those kind of books. Thing. Yeah, like you know, the, like the novelizations. Oh, it's like of, the tie-in novel. Yeah. yeah, 
it would be it had that vibe but i really don't understand how this game continues to get delayed i mean Um, it could be a mix of the two things like you were saying merit that maybe maybe it was that they delayed it for like legitimate reasons and then that movie was like such brand poison that they were like ah maybe we should let some like space happen on this one let it cool down um yeah it's weird but congrats to that team i guess on still having star wars are you still got it are you having fun with this one though merit Uh, (laughs) no yeah i mean i wouldn't be doing it if i if i wouldn't be playing a video game if i weren't having fun right Right. I wouldn't just be yeah. doing it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just be doing it to avoid facing the reality of my own feelings as I've trained myself to do for my entire life, right? Yeah. Name one person that would do that. Name one person that would just like just mindlessly sort of progress through a video game to just sort of like not think about uh their life or whatever, you know? No one. That's the cool thing about that's the cool thing about video games. They are the opposite of escapism. Yeah, they really let you get to grips with uh, you know your problems and your thoughts and your feelings yeah, yeah like in uh, resident evil getting to grips with your feelings yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah they're not really like fun so much as they are just like really useful tools for for therapeutic purposes mm-hmm. no i mean i'm it's fun i'm i'm sort of just going through it i think i'm probably close to being done uh it was just one of those things where i always saw it in the store and i was like i do want to be fast friends with the joker mm-hmm. yeah. right and I do, I do want to be Lego, so... Now, can I interest you in another game where you can be best friends with the Joker and also Alien from Fortnite and oh, also wow. the Predator from Fortnite? The game is called Fortnite. Oh, wow. No, but I won't be friends with the Joker in that because the joke, I'll either be the Joker, which is still pretty good, um, or he'll be shooting at me. Or you could which, team up with right. Nikki and just force him to buy the Joker. And game. I'll buy the Joker. Well, I have... Yeah, can I send you my Joker's? Can you trade skins yet? <laughs> you cannot trade skins can I, yet. Can I send? Can I send them my Joker skin? Just swap the skins out. They should skin have swap. a skin trading economy. Okay. Oh, now, yeah. oh my Bring god, back Tim Sweeney's fallen. Yeah, Tim Sweeney has fallen out of his chair. He's like, how have, how have I not thought of this? Before? He's in the middle of that that court case right now, and he's like, I've got to go. Hold I on. had a business idea. Paul, you got to stands up and starts clapping. They have the, these two have created the most horrible future. For no, all it's of good. Us. I'm in a kind of an accelerationist, so I believe that we yeah. should just like bring as many bad ideas into the world as possible. I think that's what that means. Uh, Danielle, did you want to talk more about Subnautica before we move on or no? I think I'm good. I just, I am enjoying watching my partner play it because again, I am so obsessed with Cozy Grove right now that I already have a crafting game that I can't stop playing for the life of me. Uh, yeah, it's real, it's real pretty. It's real pretty. Also, they get scared a lot. I don't know if that's normal. I'm so brain poisoned now because I like horror so much and I see such fucked up things sometimes in my real life that I'm mm. just like, yeah, the fish, whatever. If it eats you, it's just a video game. I've become like such a weirdo about that. But is it scary? Is it supposed to be scary, Steven? Uh, the first one especially has, I mean, Nikki started this whole conversation when I asked, has anybody played Subnautica? And Nikki said, it's too scary for me. <laughs> I, that's right. That did happen. 
Um, yeah. The first game, especially, it's actually a fun bit in Subnautica Below Zero, has uh, these things called Leviathans. And these are also in Below Zero as well, but um, I think they're a little bit more prominent in the first game that are just these giant sea monsters that will grab your full-size submarines and, like, shake them around and, like, look at you through the cockpit and attack you. And you can uh, sort of distract them. There are these, like, decoy torpedoes that you can fire to get to get them away, but you can never kill them. And uh. in Subnautica Below Zero, there's a there's another character on the – like, another human living character on the planet with you. It's just, like, this badass older Mongolian lady. Um, sure. who lives in like an undersea base with this like snow monster that she has domesticated and you can find a bunch of inside of her base is the like skeleton of the iconic like signature leviathan that you oh. encountered in the first game and there are a bunch of audio logs in her um uh cabin that you can listen to where she describes how she killed that thing with a knife and then like rode its corpse for three Hell weeks yeah. to the frozen ah! wasteland that he, she finds herself in yeah. now. Wow. <laughs> nice work. Yeah. So it's cool. Incredible. Uh, it's it's I think that one is a little bit scarier than than Below Zero. I think actually they they probably intentionally dialed it down um to make it a little bit more forgiving to people who had trouble with that um especially mm-hmm. with the the sea truck one of the first upgrades you can get for it is a like a um electricity gun basically not it doesn't like shoot like lightning bolts but it shoots like this like em pulse kind of thing mm. and it's on a small cooldown but it doesn't cost you ammo you don't have to craft it like you did in the first game so it's much more of a you, you still get those jump scares but you have like an infinite oh shit button Nice. Okay. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. We we can move on from Subnautica and my questions now. I just am very interested in this whole world and I will probably Good. be playing it. I will probably be playing the new one when it's like more readily available. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's out on Friday on basically everything. Excellent. Um, oh, cool. Do we want to move on to a new segment, Merit? Um, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's move on to question time. Yes. Question time. Yes, yeah, someone always has to do that great bit that we <laughs> we all love. Um, <laughs> hey, it's question time. It's a segment where you all ask your questions and we answer them and you can ask questions uh, in a couple of different ways. You can go to uh, fanbyte.casa, which will get you on the fanbyte discord. You can ask in the podcast questions, uh, channel, just be sure to note that it's for channel F or you can call in. And, um, I don't think we have any call, uh, phone ones we're going to read today. Um, we we're still figuring out how we do that on the air, but, um, you can call in and what is that number? Does anyone remember that number? 424 gamers. 424 gamers. ZZ. Yeah. So that's 424-426-3799 or 424-GAMERS. Uh, make sure to leave your name and say that it's for Channel F. So yeah. our first question comes from Dull Focus, who asks, which game that is from last week that I'm looking at? That's from two weeks ago. Who knows <laughs> when this is from? Um, here's a, the real question. This is from Fonk. Uh, what's a game that catching streams of has led you to uh, want to replay it? 
Uh, and Funk says that the Dark Souls 3 Merit Souls is giving them new game plus cravings. Danielle? I have a soulsy answer. I have a very yeah, soulsy answer. Yeah. And that is Bloodborne. Like every time. Like every other month, mm. I want to play Bloodborne again. Which would be a mistake in my life right now, given the setup of my life right now. But still, I follow, um, I watch a lot of speedruns. And there is a speedrunner named Jesus Here's Toast, who speedruns Bloodborne and... I watch it and I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I could not do that, but still, it's uh, it's like Bloodborne every time. That and Wind Waker. I have wanted to play Wind Waker with my partner for like a very long time, and I also follow a speedrunner who does uh, Zelda Wind Waker speedruns. So those are my two like biggest ones that I regularly watch all the time. Yeah, Nikki. Y'all heard of Valorant? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like it's the it's the the sport aspect of it is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I watch professional first person shooter athletes play it, I'm like, fuck, damn, it looks like they're having a good time. And then I think about <laughs> um me playing Valorant, and then I'm like, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> so I, just yeah. keep, I just keep I just keep wanting to like. It's like a loop, right? It's like I watch it and I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do it. And then I just think about the act of playing Valorant again. And mm-hmm. then I'm immediately discouraged from doing it. But then I'm like, but I could just do it. Right. That's like a, that's like me and Apex a lot. Mm. Is like I'll, I'll watch people playing Apex and be like, oh, wow, this looks really fun. Game looks, game feels really good, doesn't game it? Game feels really good. looks really fun. And then the reality is that <laughs> like it's either just like I will I instantly die when I land or I <laughs> will run around for like half an hour uh and then die. Uh-huh. Yeah, delivering uh-huh. delivering an incredible box to someone else. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, I just basically my my battle royale experience is I just collect a bunch of delicious treats that someone yeah. else will then kill and take from me. <laughs> oh, I just, oh. Yeah. I'm just sort of like like I think to to better players in that game the worst players are kind of there to transport all of the loot from the various parts right. of the map to the middle of the map. <laughs> I, saw, I saw some people like complaining about those kinds of players. Like these, I think they call them loot goblins. Maybe that's a, maybe I'm misunderstood. <laughs> that's really good. Wait, like, they just take stuff and don't fight? Yeah, or yeah, basically they were like, oh, these people just, they don't add anything to the experience because they just pick up a bunch of like stuff off the ground and they don't put up a fight and they don't make a good <laughs> challenge or whatever. And it's just like, and it, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm, Christ alive, I hope that the people at Respawn <laughs> running this game aren't like Overwatch and aren't listening to those people. It's like, yep, yeah. well, we got to make this game impossible for normal people to play. Right, like they're already giving you free kills that then explode into all kinds of treats. Like, what are you... Like, do you want just a mode where, like, everyone is a fucking bloodthirsty maniac? Like, just play ranked or whatever. Right. Uh, Speaking of modes, do you have any interest in checking out that new one that they just added? Oh, the 3v3? Um, I probably have less interest in that than I do in just going back to Apex in general. Um, The thing about a battle royale is, like, I'm going to lose most of the time, and I'm, like, okay with that. But, like, a a 3v3 thing, it's, like, 50-50, you know? And, like... I feel like it's not enough people where I, if I were playing with people I knew, that would be one thing. But I'm not going to like queue for right. that, you yeah. know? That's fair. Uh, That's very fair. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. What, what have you got? 
Uh, this is just like every game with me, honestly. Like it's this. There's almost too many to count. But I guess if I had to take one, just because it's a good recent example, um, Danielle, I really, really, <laughs> really miss Waypoint's old BattleTech streams. Um, yeah, and, and the XCOM streams, like any streams of like um, other and other places have done it too. But I thought the the Waypoint ones were really, really good for um, BattleTech and XCOM Two War of the Chosen. Um, and what I ended up doing was thinking back on a lot of that stuff. I got back into Battletech a few months ago, and I think I talked about it on this podcast. And what I did was just like load it to the gills with like wild mods that completely changed how that game mm. played. And it was a good time. I enjoyed the hell out of it. So that was actually like a good, cause I don't usually play games with mods very often. Cause mm-hmm. I'm usually a pretty deep or at least historically have been a pretty deep purist on wanting to experience things that the way that they like that were experienced at the time they came out or when all the official dlc was added um so it was actually like using like a replay like that was actually a good excuse to kind of open myself up to that sort of thing and um yeah i really enjoyed it i fell off because the mods make the load times in that game just abysmal Mm, yeah with an ssd Well, uh, we've got one more question this week, and it's from Derek, who says, Kablow! (laughs) That's the sound of full luxury communism taking effect, and you are now able to take a four-month sabbatical with no strings attached. So, kind of a uh, time-limited social revolution, I guess. Four I mean, months, listen, nothing four is forever, I'll go right? back to normal, yeah. Well, it's like, okay, you work for eight months, you know, with weekends and, and time sure, off, and yeah. you have four months off. Okay. That would be all right, you sure. know. That's like that would be cool. cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are the games, books, projects, etc. you tackle during this time? God, can I just say, I wouldn't fucking do any of that shit, and I would just travel. <laughs> like, at this yeah, point, yeah. at this point, I would just be like, fuck fuck working on anything like fuck you know listening to, <laughs> fuck watching movies fuck reading yeah. books fuck playing video games i'm going to fucking iceland mm-hmm. and then i'm going to japan and then i'm going to uh like turkey and just like yeah just really yeah. racking up that jet fuel you know yeah my yeah my project is going to be polluting the earth and getting drunk <laughs> in as many places as possible <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so it, yeah, I would yeah. pull the ripcord and just be not here for a grip. Yeah, it's fair. I think yeah, because I don't know. It would be different, I guess, if this were coming after a, a year that wasn't like this. Maybe right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're just like I've only done things really inside for the last. I mean, there are outside projects and stuff you could do, I guess, but nah, nothing. <laughs> You could also write outside. I do that a lot, actually. Mm. It's a thing. It's a thing I do. But outside is good. Did y'all know? Yeah, this? I, I like it a lot. Y'all yeah, there's this? they got this thing called grass out there. They got then, grass. Sometimes <laughs> I'll just go out there and just like put my hands on it and like. Touch it. Oh, you touch yeah. grass? Yeah. That's yeah, nice. only in Minecraft though. Yesterday, I um found this That's found out about this thing called pool. Y'all heard of this? So oh, basically, no. you take a big pool. Nikki. You dig, you dig a basically you, you for those who don't know, you dig a big hole in the ground, um, and then you put cement in the hole to like cover it to like floor it, you know, um, mm. and then you put a bunch of water in it, and then it's kind of like your own little personal lake, um, or like pond or you know, yeah, you and don't even you have to, like, you don't even have to recycle that water out or anything. You can just leave no, it. it's you can good. just leave it in there. St- stagnant water, I think. 
I think the person who sold me the pool said that stagnant water is the best friend of of a pool. Mm. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. then the microbes kind of get going and all of that. They help you float. Like it helps mm, with suspension, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah. clean. Cl- everyone says that clean water is less buoyant. No, yeah, it's true. Just like in Metal Gear Solid 2, there's that kind of water that has all the oxygen out of it. Right. And yeah. you can't yeah. swim. You just fall into it and you die. Yeah. Heavy That's, water. That was the documentary. Yeah. That's how that works. <laughs> I have a project I've been wanting to work on for about eight years. And the other day, I definitely woke up from sleep and had like thoughts about it. And I've had like a little pitch document, and, like a little like uh, semi game design document for a very long time. But I've always wanted to make this teeny tiny little like eight bit. It's like futuristic, e cute, like cute cyberpunk like 80s cyberpunk but cute i don't know like a little animal crossing game where instead of being like a village it's a really tall building and your little villagers but it's your little city folk they live in like random apartments and you get to know them and you trade album covers that's the whole thing and album covers in like a cyberpunk fishing but it's like the hyperspace like it's a very like 1982 conception of it i've had this fucking thing they all live in a tall building are you just yeah? Just, instead of is this just like the like video game adaptation of High Rise? Uh, no. You know the JG Ballard book that was made into a movie in 2015 with Tom Hiddleston. High Rise. I don't think I've ever seen it. They all what live did in High a, Rise. Steal my thing. Yeah, that yeah. JG Ballard stole it in 1975. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was definitely like you know nine years before I was born. I don't think um, it's about trading record covers, though. I think that one is more about like you know the tensions between classes and the like you know illusion of society and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, like stuff. dread. Just like yeah, dread. just like it's Metropolis. A pre- it's a prequel to Dread, actually, because then Dread is what happens after when it's all fucked up. Right. It's uh. It's uh. Yeah. I, it's just like, it's an Animal Crossing. It's like a simpler Animal Crossing, but with cute 8-bit little nice. shit going on. That's cool. I've been meaning to make that for a long time, but my life is what it is. You really want to make a game, which is like, I'm not, that's not judgmental. It sounded judgmental. I just like, love that you have such <laughs> you passion. You really want to like, make a game. You really want to make a game, don't you? Like, much like Hideo I mean, I've, I, I teach game design. Like, I've made a lot of little games. They're just little. They're right, right, right. Games. But you want to like make up. You have like a lot of dream projects that you would like to work on. It seems like sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean, I the only dream I even have for this is to make a prototype. It's it would never be like a fully featured thing. But yeah, I don't know. That's what I want to make. That and finish like six of these screenplays and you know all the other shit that I'm always doing that I have about an hour a month for because my life, my life. Yeah, oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's like my wife. Did you like that one? It's like, yeah, because I'm married to work. It was good, wasn't it? Um, oh, that's great. That and I want to watch Babylon Five because I've been meaning to do that one day. That does seem like a Danielle show. I've never seen an episode of Babylon <laughs> Five, but everything I know about it makes it seem like it's something that you would love. <laughs> um, yeah. Circling back to something that Nikki said, I would basically I would go to a pool and swim literally every single day of my mm. life for those four months. Uh-huh. Um, cause I love swimming so goddamn much and I miss it. And I just miss having like time for stuff like that. Um, right now I have to like drive, especially now that I've moved, uh, I have to drive to like, you know, 
the different town. It's not super far over, but it is technically a different town to go yeah. to the Steven, uh, swim center there. Steven, you can build, you can dig the hole in your backyard now, though. Could do that. <laughs> I, literally, Nikki, you said like that you had a pool, and I was just like, what if I had a pool? What so if you had a pool? pool? Wow. Just dig a big hole. But I wouldn't be able to. What are they like, going to do? Stop you? I wouldn't be able to like make uh, an Olympic sized swimming pool like I have there to where I can do laps and stuff. You uh, could. Which I really enjoy. What's I, stopping you? I don't think I have enough room, Nikki. I mean, what is land? Annex, you know? annex to your neighbors. Uh, yeah, backyard. like you don't need all of it, just <laughs> enough. You can let them use the part of the pool that is on their property. Okay, sure. So, like, if so, if it, if it only spreads like 10 or 15 feet over the line, they can use that 10 or 15 feet and the rest is yours, but you can use all of it, obviously. Yeah, they can use some of the pool. It's That's only fair. Right, yeah. Yeah, they can be at the other lap lane, you know? Yeah. I thought, Nikki, that you were maybe going to say, what if I built an Olympic-sized swimming pool, but I uh, built downwards at an angle? Oh, shit! <laughs> you slant the whole pool. Now, you are describing one of those Twitter accounts where <laughs> they post pictures of like a fucked up swimming pool that doesn't really exist or whatever like that's what you're describing now like a a diagonal swim tunnel that goes down that's full of water that's like the stuff of like weird like drug-induced dreams yeah you know liminal spaces and stuff where people are like look a bathroom look a pool it's a liminal space yeah but hey don't my favorite are the fucked up pools well don't google fucked up swimming pool because it is all just pornography Mm, yeah. <laughs> the whole I was looking what? for that Twitter page. If you Google "fucked up swimming pool," uh, okay, all right, I'm gonna Google right. weird swimming pools. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the better one. That's good. This is good stuff. I Ten would... insane swimming pools you won't believe. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, but then, besides um, swimming in my weird dream pools, I would. Um, <sighs> finally actually write like a, the million and one like stories that I have outlines and notes for uh, throughout my life that I never get around to finishing. I've mm. written many short stories in my life, um, but never any of my like big stuff that I uh, really want to do partially because I'm always just like, all right, this is the week where I'm going to do it. And then I get off of work and I'm like, I am so fucking tired and I don't want to write. Yeah. The last thing I want to do right now is write anything else and mm. i go to bed instead or whatever um so i would love to not have to worry about work so that i could work on those that'd be really cool i got like this uh, i tweeted the other week about like an au with the serial numbers filed off of like a world in star wars where palpatine got killed by mace windu um and just mm-hmm. everybody had to deal with the political fallout of the most powerful man in the galaxy being killed <laughs> and then the uh, but like a order of super warrior saying like no we killed we assassinated him because he was bad like he was mm-hmm. evil we say he was evil like don't you believe us like i love that idea and i want to do something with that and i've been like turning that over in my head a lot and it's one of like six thousand ideas uh that i've wanted to like just kind of like fuck around with forever so yeah something like that and that and swimming <laughs> are my two big ones hell yeah <laughs> kind of boring you could go to the library blood red pool in Thailand. Library blood red pool. Oh, that yeah, looks so good. Yeah, the pool is blood red. I drink all of that liquid. Well, the, the liquid just looks like normal. It's just because of the tiles that it looks that way, sadly. There's the the Blue Lagoon, Iceland. Damn, Resort these are all... Spa. Okay, yeah, so we're, I'm looking at a piece called The World's 18 Strangest Pools on Popular yeah. Mechanics. Yeah. Folks, they're pretty strange. They're, they're pretty, pretty strange. strange. Um, How do you know that yeah. the tiles are red and there's not just a bunch of grenadine in there? 
<laughs> I, I guess I don't. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. Well, I think that is going to do it for this one. As we all sort of fall into this hole of weird swimming pools, um, we bid you farewell for another week. Uh, if you want to, if if we're just linking swimming pools in the chat. Now. Well, this uh, is a whole ass okay. spot. Well, I, and wa- the whole I want to go to Iceland. There. You've reinforced my belief that I want to go to Ireland. Ireland, Iceland. Iceland. Um, we can get Iceland. John to pay. Okay, Merritt, I got a plan. Iceland. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Eve online. Okay. Okay, that's where they do the thing. Is in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, that game yep. is developed in Iceland. It's one of their like actual like top performing products that they make in Iceland. They have. What, what are your exports? Oh, you know, Eve Online. Eve, Eve Online, classic <laughs> oil, kind of like <laughs> cool JPEGs. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying that Merritt, if you're looking for games that you can sink a whole bunch of time into, uh, we get it way into Eve Online. I can show you the ropes uh, that I remember from eight years ago when I used to play Eve Online. Uh, mm-hmm. We get games way into it. Got to be the same. We tell John, "Hey, look, there's an audience for Eve Online. Look at these numbers. Look at these guides. Look at these metrics. Look at these MAUs." And then he pays for us to go to Reykjavik for Eve Fan Fest. Um, which is the Eve Online uh, fan festival that takes place outside of like a bunch of fucking big, cool looking thermal formations and geysers and stuff that look red as hell. Mm. And we can eat rotten shark. They really like Brazilian jiu jitsu too, so I could compete there. Shark. Yeah, that's like an Iceland yeah. food. Sure. Yeah, definitely. That's not like offensive or anything. No, um, it's a thing that they. That, yeah, that no, the- no, sure, sure. Yeah, sure it is. No, I mean, <laughs> listen, folks, they they eat all kinds of fucked up fish, and um, we wish them the best. Um, I mean, I don't want to eat fish fucked up or otherwise, but uh, there's it, it, Icelandic uh, heritage in, in, uh, in Fargo, or is that a different country? Oh, yeah, there's... Um... It's a different country, but yeah, there's lutefisk, which is um That's fish. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Fish that you put in lye and then bury like traditionally I think you like would like bury it underground and like let it basically ferment in the lye, which is the stuff they make uh, soap out yeah. of. Uh yeah. I served a where's lot the of that. Lie? Yeah. yeah, where's the lie? It's in this fish that I served a whole bunch of at uh church as part of my confirmation program. Yeah. Wow. And it let me tell you, uh, serving that and then washing the dishes afterwards, the leave it. If you think Ludafisk smells and looks and tastes bad, Luda, Luda, Luda. You, if you think that smells and looks and tastes bad, just imagine Ludafisk leavings, like masses and masses yeah. of plates that old people uh, left behind their what what they didn't want from the Ludafisk. Yeah, bad the, stuff. The remains of the Ludafisk. Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm sure it's great. Um, and, grandpa uh, loved it. Well, there you go. And uh, maybe your grandpa, listener, your grandpa, will like this show. Because if you want to spread the word about Channel F, we would love that. That would be just great. Um, we don't really do any advertising right now. So uh, uh, not for this show, anyway. Um, I don't know if I so, knew that. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> what, that we don't like advertise the show anywhere? Oh, that we don't advertise this show. I thought you were saying that we don't have any ads on this oh, show. <laughs> no, we super have ads on this show. Um, yeah, we do. But we don't really, we haven't really been advertising the show. So, right, 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 right. Uh, we do mostly rely on word of mouth. So if you uh, want to tell your friends about our video game podcast or video game uh, podcast that we do, uh, that would be amazing. And you can find our other shows at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Uh, shows like uh, Thanks for the Knowledge, where John Warren, Fanbyte Head of Media, covers the weekly entertainment and games news and talks to interesting people. Uh, this past week, he had Paul Tassi of Forbes on to talk about the new Destiny stuff. So, um, And I've just been seeing Paul's updates while we've been recording about all the great fun he's having playing Destiny, and um, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a little upset at him right now. I bought the season pass, folks, so I mean, well, I'm back. Well, oh, you gave I'm them back, the folks. money when yeah. uh, when it lets you on. Uh, we should we should play together. Looks like Dylan yeah. has gotten in. Dylan's gotten in. Okay, we're all getting into Destiny. Uh, Finally, we're all we're done with podcasting. We're just pivoting to Destiny now. Pivot to Destiny. So uh, go to fanbyte.com to check out all of our Destiny content. Aaron, you got to uh, take me through Deepstone Crypt still. Gotta go to the Deepstone Crypt. Gotta go to uh, fanbyte.casa to join the fanbyte Discord. Gotta go to at Steven Strom on Twitter, at Danielle R.I., at God Siwa, at Polly Mayo for Paul Tamayo, our producer, at Mary Kay, that's me, and at Fanbyte Media, where you can hear all about how uh, my wife's boyfriend, Derek, won't let me play Destiny. <laughs> I'm really sorry um, about that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I've been playing Zoop all day. It's like not as good. As not the as good. The 1995 puzzle game Zoop is not as good as Destiny 2. What's the I'm season? What's the season pass situation for Zoop? Right. Uh, unsupported. Um, oh, they're not really. They're not releasing any more content. No, they, they aren't. spent all of that money on Zoop, and they're not. I know. Really, wow. I know. It's weird. It's weird. You would think wow. they thought it was going to be a Tetris killer, but um, didn't work out that way. That's unbelievable. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Um, until next week. Keep on zooping and keep that dial tuned to Channel M.